me share with you some things here. Bible says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that, that is the truth. Because what happens, church, your mindset is critical to winning in your Christian walk, your mindset. Because Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That's exactly what it is. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. But what does the religion say? Oh, it's so difficult. You don't know what God will, will do. It's just difficult. Life is get, becoming difficult and difficult. No, you have to actually renew your mind so that you may align yourself with the thinking of the word of God. When God says, my, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, that's exactly so. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Your mindset is critical to winning your Christian walk. If you have a wrong mindset concerning your Christian walk, then though victory is yours in Christ, you'll struggle through life. And have so many people struggling. You know, church, as be, being in Christ does not mean that you are going to struggle through life. Especially when you take up the mind of Christ and take the word of God as the final authority in our lives, we will always win. Be led by the Holy Spirit. However difficult things might be, but you'll always know that we win. It's one thing to start the game knowing that you are going to win and you are assured of you are going to win than to start the game and you don't know what is going to happen. For us in Christ, we have read the end of the book. We win. We win. I gave an illustration years ago and, and many times, if you meditate on what I'm saying, it's going to be impactful to you. If you open your heart today and listen to the Lord, he's going to speak to your situation. He's going to lead you into victory and he's going to show you exactly what you're supposed to do and win. I gave an illustration years ago concerning watching, if you knew, an example, uh, I don't know so much of uh, football teams, but let me use uh, South Africa, Bafana, Bafana. And playing against the Super Eagles, Nigeria, uh, and they are, they're playing against, and, and they played during the time, like of the service now, and Bafana Bafana scored two against Nigeria, one, and they won, and it was a cup. Then when you leave the service, you had been desiring to watch the service, I mean to watch the match, but you knew you needed to be in, in church, and so, therefore you came and sat through the church service. But immediately went out, you saw breaking news that Bafana Bafana won against uh, super egos. Then you go in the afternoon to watch. And super egos, they are just about to score the second goal. They're about to score. Oh, you know they are not going to score. The match has already been played. And the end results have already been dictated. Hey, church, that's what your Redeemer did. 
when the enemy looks like he's going to score the second goal. Listen this. Against you, he's already determined. He's a lost enemy. He's a defeated foe. What you need to do is rest in his finished work. Did you hear what I say? Rest. Oh, rest in, is it in on? You English major. Anyway, this is not an English class. You know that. You rest in that. You rest in the fact that the work has been finished. So my beginning of this walk is the end. You see what I'm saying? No matter the adversity, you must have the mindset of a winner. The only way to get it is to go to the scriptures and find out, finding out exactly what he has done for you. What then is the right mindset? Mind influenced by the word of God is the right mindset. You then view everything you face through the word of God. I'm telling you the truth. If I was listening to my body, I could not have been here this morning. I could have slept. Why? Because of how I was feeling. But you start going to the word of God and you're quickened. Your mortal body is quickened by the living word of God. So that's very important is a mind which is not influenced by the word of God. Obviously is not renewed. Therefore it has, has no right perspective concerning our redemption. After salvation, the renewing of the mind with the word of God should be our major pursuit. Church, that should be yours and my major pursuit, the renewing of our minds, according to Romans chapter 12, uh, in verse 2, starting from verse 1 says, we offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. But let's go to verse 2. It says the, then, uh, if you can go to verse 2, please. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That you may prove only by the renewing of your mind would you prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So unrenewed, the re a renewed mind is able to do what? To prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God while the renewed mind cannot perceive this. And renewed mind cannot perceive that. So listen to this, after salvation, our major pursuit should be the renewing of our minds. What the master says, we align our thinking with the word of God. We set our minds on God's word. We align our thinking with the living word of God. God has dealt with man with an open hand, church. What is an open hand? Brother Dr. Jerusalem has been teaching about this year. An open hand is generously. Generously and with great love and compassion. That's how God has dealt with us. Can I tell you something? You that feel like, I don't feel like anyone loves me. I don't think if anyone cares for me, I tell you the truth. I tell you like if Jesus spoke King James Version, I tell you verily, verily, God loves
you must take that by faith. It's faith. God loves you. And we must renew our minds to the love of God. That church, wherever we go, because whatever you are facing, you have this in mind, God loves me. He loves me. He loves me. All you can sing is, he loves me. He loves me. God loves me. God loves you. In Ephesians chapter 2, 4 to 5, from the Amplified Classic Version, Ephesians 2, it says, but God, so rich is he in his mercy. Rich in mercy. Oh, church. Because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. You see that? Go, go back there. Uh, in order. So, so God is so rich. So rich is he in his mercy. God is rich in mercy. Remember Hebrews 4.16 says this. Come boldly therefore to the throne of grace. That you may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. In other words, no matter what has happened in your life, church. You know, as a nation, it's the mercy of God that has brought us here. You need to listen to my message I spoke this past Wednesday and praying for this nation. Because some of you, you need, you need to be healed. Needs to be healed from, from the political turn of events. There's some of you who needs the healing, healing of God. Listen to that message. And, and embrace the new leadership for your own benefit. In honor of God. First of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions be made for all men, for all in authority. You read the Passion Translation, it says, for the political, those in high places, in political positions, you need to. And listen to this, we need to believe God for the healing of our nation. That's what I've been praying for, the healing of our nation. And like you heard me pray, for the healing of the president and his deputy. And I emphasize quite a bit this past Wednesday that you, you don't want to be led or to be led as a country by a wounded heart leader. Their healing is critical. The healing of uh, the former president is critical. The healing of Mr. Braille and the rest is critical. What is that? We have a healed nation. So minister grace to people. Minister grace to people. Okay, let me go back over there. But listen to that message and, and believe God with us. So he's rich in mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. Even when you are dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses, he made us alive together in fellowship and union with Christ. Read that with me, what follows next. He gave us the very life. Of Christ himself. Oh, church. 
Would you please meditate on that until it brings light in you? God gave us the very life of Christ himself. No one apostle Paul says I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. No wonder you say, you say in him I live and move and have my being. That's critical, church. That is amazing right there. He gave us the very life of Christ himself. Let's go to Matthew 11, 28, 20. I'll move a little bit fast and where we reach, we'll continue another time. And listen to this. Are you weary? Are you weary? Church, are you weary? Are, are, are you carrying a heavy burden? Did you come here today feeling like I'm carrying a heavy burden? Then Jesus said this, come to me. Come to me. He says, I will refresh your life. I will refresh your life. Come to me. I will refresh your life. I will, for I am your oasis. And then he says, uh, simply, listen this church, join your life with mine. When I read those scriptures like those, I say, Lord, I join my life with yours. I come to you. I come to you, Lord. And I join my life with yours. I don't want to live my own life. I want to live, I want to, you to live your life through me. In you, I live and move and have my being. I want to live this life through me. I know who Davis Kimori is without Christ. I want him filled with your goodness and your mercy. Amen? That's you and I. Should be a pursuit. And you know, it's so easy to pray. You read the scriptures like that. And then he says this, learn my ways and you will discover that I'm gentle, humble, easy to please. Devil is not easy to please. Is it? You remember the proverbial elephant? We're feeling cold. Just a little bit of my trunk. And the devil enters in. And the, the elephant enters in. And, and I'm telling you, one thing after another, those who serve the kingdom of darkness, they know he keeps demanding for more. He's, he's a bully. If given an opportunity, he's a bully. But Jesus said this, I'm easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me. Look at this in verse, verse 30. For all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. Remember you're talking about my yoke is easy. Look at this, that's a mindset. Whatever God is asking, all that is requiring from me is pleasant and easy to bear. It may not feel to the flesh, but it's pleasant and easy to bear. Why is that so? I'm not doing it with my own strength. I'm doing it with his strength. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. I'm depending on him to help what about the fuel prices? I'm depending on him. Why have faith in God? What about? What about? It doesn't matter what about. I'm depending on him to help me. You didn't know that it, the fuel prices used to be two bob and people still complain. You didn't know that. 
Huh? It used to be. When I was in Form 1, we used to have a quarter bread. As full bread was four shillings and 40 bob. Uh, four, shillings, uh, four shillings and 40 cents. A quarter of bread. I mean, a full. So we used to have quarter. It was 110. And complain. It's, it's expensive. And sometimes I used not to have because I didn't have the money. One shilling and 10 cents. You can tell when I schooled, young people. Your parents didn't even, had not even thought about you. Even some parents were not born. <laughs> One shilling and ten cents. And people still complain. High prices of that, those times we used to have loaves of bread called Elliot. High, the Elliot has gone high. And in the Nairobi University and other universities, they strike. Because those increase of food, one shilling. Nothing has changed. Change your mind. Renew your mind with God's word. Nations of the world, even the superpowers. Pastor Carlos tell me, we've, we've talked, I think from the beginning of this year, last year, tell me, Davis, you go to some shops and you find empty shelves. That's unheard of in America. Unheard of. Listen to this. Have faith in God. How does that faith come? By hearing. And hearing by the word of God. You must have faith in God's ability to do exactly what he says you'll do, church. Our provision is, is from the Lord. And that has to be a reality to us that my provision is in the Lord. It's not a talk on Sunday. It's a reality. And I depend on God to provide for me on a daily basis. What about us in ministry? Same. Same. And this ministry has continued over the years. And will continue and continue and continue. Why is that so? We have faith in God to help us. Amen. Get the word of God real inside of you and take, have the mind of, of Christ in things. First John 5, 3 says this. The New King James says, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. You see, I'm showing you a mindset. His, bad, his commandments are not burdensome. Say his commandments are not burdensome. So, you, if one people say like, oh my goodness, when I gave my life to Christ, things have been so difficult. You know, Christianity, people talk that and they think like is the, they're speaking uh, the truth, but those are lies. You know, Christianity is very difficult. So what do you mean? You want to go to the other side? The master bully? No way. Christianity is not difficult. We need to renew our minds and say the same language with him. Amen. Father, your commandments are not burdensome. I'm going to believe you to help me through my life. Why? The Passion Translation says, true love for God means obeying his commands. And listen to this. Let's read that together. And his commands don't weigh us down as heavy burdens. Nothing that the Lord tells you weighs you down as a heavy burden. 
If you, you hear people say, oh, I have a burden for the Lord. I have a burden. I, I don't think that's for the Lord. Everything about God is up. Up. It may be difficult for the flesh. You even don't understand how it's going to happen. But I'm telling you, there's a scripture that a friend of mine shared with me in, in, in the year 2000 and has really kept me. Let's see if we'll find it. I think it's um, Isaiah 32, 17. Everything. When I hear something from the Lord and I know I'm supposed to do it, I just start thinking of those scriptures. Some of them, like what Millicent said, uh, is Isaiah 26, verse 3. I, I just keep my mind there. He'll keep me in perfect peace because I have my mind stayed on him. I think 32, 17, if you don't have it, I'm here to read it. But, but look at this, yes, look at this. The work of righteousness will be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness, and assurance forever. So for the first thing I ask myself, Lord, is this your work? And if I'm not experiencing peace, then I need to go back to the Lord and start inquiring, is this your work, Lord? He says, yes. Then there's something that I'm not doing right. I need to renew my mind to align it with your purposes. And the way to do that is start thinking thoughts of God. Aligning, aligning yourself with the word of God. Renewing your mind. Setting your mind on God's word. And what happens, church? The mind may wander for some time. But if you are following the Lord, there will be peace in your heart. You will know it. People may tell you it's not going to happen. You know it will happen. Why? Because it has nothing to do with me. I'm resting on the finished work of Christ. He did it for me. I'm resting on that. It's quietness. Peace forevermore. Let me say some things here quickly. God's grace empowers us to love. Which makes his command a delight instead of a duty. It makes a, a, his command a delight instead of a duty. Let, let me share with you something that a mindset that I've put on for the, for for years and keep growing in it. If I go into the presence of God, I started spending time with him. And I'm thinking about other things to be done. I know I'm not in his presence. Listen to this church. God Almighty and his son and the Holy Spirit is the sweetest of the people, if that is English, that will ever be around. More than be you being with a friend that you love so, so much. When you're in the presence of the one you love, you're not in a hurry. 
I'm telling when I was, we were getting married, Tina and I were getting married, um, courting. I wanted to, to be with her every day. I was surprised when she said, but I have other things to attend to. I'm thinking like, I thought the world stopped <laughs> when we started. Uh, real serious, I remember saying, uh, but we cannot meet tonight. I said, why? Real, I was, that, that for me was a shock. Why we cannot meet? What do you mean by that? He said, I have assignment to finish. What? I couldn't understand that. Seriously. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know if you've ever been in love. I need to pray for you, Father. <laughs> but, but, but really, serious, I remember when I, I called her and she said we couldn't meet. I thought, why? I said, I've got an assignment to finish. I said, what? I thought everything stopped. The time we met. The time, and, and, and really, we'll be with each other and time goes so fast and it goes so fast. Listen, the sweetest of lovers cannot be compared with being in the presence, compared to being in the presence of the Lord Almighty. If you truly enter into his presence, you, you are at rest. You are not in a hurry. I've had to take that mindset when dealing with the Lord and, and be there. And if I'm thinking, I need to do this, no, I'm not there yet. Until I can enjoy his presence, and just say it truly from my heart. Father, you're more than anything that I'll ever acquire in this life. You're the one I love. You're the one I love. You're the one I love. You're my everything, Lord. When that is not truly coming from your heart, then you need to spend some more time. I had Elder Ruth say, some, some, is it last year or so? She said, Lord, we want to be marinated in your presence. I thought, oh, chicken tikka. Tina knows how to marinate chicken tikka. Just marinating it until when it comes from the oven, it's brownish and just glittery. It's 1227, so I'm, I'm seeing some of uh, just, just tuck your tongue out. <laughs> Marination. You, be, you stay in the presence of God until you're marinated. Listen to this. It's in the presence. Listen to what I'm about to say. That your hunger for him grows. Your hunger for him becomes a reality. Listen to this. That's not all. Then your heart is filled with his love. You love him so much that you don't want to do anything that will displease him. You love him. When you start saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, you know exactly that. Lord, I love you, I love you. You don't want, the, the, Bible, the Bible says, Jesus speaking to the church, in the book of Revelation says, return to your first love. Church, you don't want ever to lose your first love. Love. Never ever. It's critical to have that right inside of you. I say this and I don't pretend. I say this. I, I'd be touched by his love. 
and I shed tears and I shed tears. And it reminds me of the first time I was touched by that love, 17th June 1996. I remember that. And I said, Lord, I don't want to ever be a grown-up in your presence. I want that love. I want the tenderness. I want compassion. I want my heart to be tender towards the things of God. After I want to have the right mindset. That your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And, and all what I'm doing, Father, is to honor you and serve you. I don't want ever to be burdened. You know, I'm burdened. Pastoring is burdened. You all are burdened. Burden of the Lord to me. No, I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have that. Is it, is it challenging sometimes? Or oh, many times. But challenging if I'm relying on my, my head. You know, I have to, to believe God. To live by faith. To, to, to stay there in his presence. Until I can sense the pleasure of doing his will. Listen to this church. There has to be pleasure in your heart of doing his will. Why? His yoke is his. Oh, we've been praying. We've been praying. It's so difficult to pray. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. Now you've been doing it in your own flesh. That's a problem. We used to have so much that in the 90s. You meet with the brothers on Saturday morning. Hallelujah, brother. Hallelujah. I say, you want hallelujah, hallelujah. They're, all their voices were cracking because they just pray the whole night. Karate I mean, all the karateka at night on Friday night. <laughs> you, you can do it in the flesh, but listen to this. When you enter into his presence, we may take a while. But when you enter into his presence, shoo, it's sweet. It's wonderful. It's so sweet to trust in him. Amen. I, I remember on, um, on Saturday morning last week, so when you are leaving to go to Nyaururu, going to Martin, and I was driving. I'm telling you, I woke up feeling bad, sick. Of all the days when I'm driving to Nyauru, I felt bad. In fact, just before I left, I went back to the bedroom. I think Tina just looked at me. I went and picked up two Panadols. I need you Panadol to drive. Head throbbing and on and on and on. I drove off by faith. And pastor says, I'm going to speak in the afternoon to the ladies. I say, pastor, I'll do so. I didn't mention anything to him. I did. I went to the room. Oh, they had, they had given, oh my, they were so gracious, oh my goodness, just gave a good hotel to stay in. And I went to the room in the afternoon, in the evening. I had dinner and I knew if I was going to sleep the way I was feeling, my body feeling sick, my head feeling like just tired, I knew if I was going to sleep that way, the devil was going to have a field day the following day. And I yet I knew God had sent me there. He's spoken to me, actually. So I, th I thought, I'm not going to sleep now. I'm going to pray and, and listen to the Lord as I pray until this body is quickened. 
That's Romans 8, 11. Quicken. Have that scripture up there, please, as I say this. Romans 8, 11. Until this body is quickened, I'm not going to sleep. And I started. And I started going on. I mean, the first, like, 20 minutes was my mind was wandering. It just, you know, have you ever gone to pray and your mind is wandering? Why was it wandering? The body was so sick. Feeling sick and feeling bad. In fact, probably Vine, you are wondering, Pastor, you are sick? Oh, yeah, I was. I told the father, actually, the son, Monday morning, I said, Pastor, I was not feeling well at all. But, listen this. But if the spirit, let's start from verse 10, please. Look at what it says, verse 10. It says, okay, uh, so, so anyway, I went to prayer, and I kept, verse 10 says this, and if Christ is in you, is he? Come on, I want some. Is Christ is in you? Is, is, he, is he in you? Yes. The body is dead because of sin, but the spirit, I'm a believer of that spirit, is not the Holy Spirit, is my born again spirit. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. When you receive the Lord Jesus Christ, righteousness is imparted in your spirit. You have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. The body, the physical body is dying. But listen to this, my inner man is renewed. Life of God is in me. He gave me the very life of Christ himself. Whose life do, I, do you have? You have the life of God living inside of you. Look at verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, does he? I'm asking you, church, does he? Yes. yes. If he dwells in you, he, the father, who raised Christ from the dead, will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. My life is inside out. Write that down and meditate on it. Your life is inside out, not outside in. Outside is high prices of fuel. Inside is my belief in God. The Holy Spirit indwelling me, quickening me, showing me the hope of living by faith. That no matter what happens out here, I'm anchored on God's word right inside of me. And I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel like preaching over here. <laughs> That's what it is. Life inside. I prayed until that happened. And then I had the Lord start speaking to me about the area and on and on and on and on. I ended up going to bed at 11. I slept like a baby. I woke up roaring like a lion. And I was ready. Listen to this, church. That life inside of you, you have to allow it to be quickened. To quicken your mortal body. The devil wants you sick. The devil wants you worn out. Worn out by the political system and on and on and on and all that is happening and the prices and the insecurity and on and on. You can be worn out and just be worn out. But listen to this. 
You don't have to. You can choose and choose to be strong in the Lord and go to the end of your life strong no matter what happens in this life. You know, I don't want to go to heaven and say, I, you've ever had people that finish in the work and say, I, to me, Malisa, I, I don't want that. I don't want to enter heaven that way. You understand? I, you cast to me, Malisa, I don't want that kind of attitude. You understand? I don't want to go to heaven that way. Mungu wangu. Guy, guy, guy. You know, people just getting to heaven. I don't want that kind of attitude. I want to go in. I'm home now. Praise God. And the hell says he finally left this arena. He bothered us. I want that kind of attitude. Do you know where I found it? About the love of God in that verse 7 and verse 8, 1 Corinthians 13, 7 and 8 says this. He endures everything without weakening. The love of God. I'm born of love. The love is in me. I endure everything without weakening. You finish. You say, God, I'm home now. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. All right, let me release you to go home in a moment, though. Wait, wait, wait. Not yet, not yet. Just a moment. Listen, this is my definition of grace. What is impossible to achieve in your ability, in your ability, God, because of his intense love, has made it possible for you. What is impossible? Did you hear the grace of God working with the team? And this young lady is giving their testimony. What is impossible? What is impossible to achieve in your ability, God, because of his intense love, has made it possible for you. Oh, thank you, Lord, for your grace. Have you seen that? Because of his intense love, he has made it possible, mom, possible for you. Possible, made it possible. So listen to this. The grace of God enables you then to face impossible challenges because God has made them possible for you. You may be facing an impossible situation right now, but if you start thinking about the grace of God, it's by grace's favor and mercy that you did not deserve that you are saved, delivered from judgment, and made partakers of Christ's salvation. So when he says his work is easy, listen to this, he command, his commandments are not burdensome. It is because he took care of the hard part Listen to this. When he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light, because his, his, his commandments are not burdensome, it's because he took care of the hard part and made it possible for you to enter into what he has already done. So can I ask you a very $2 million question? Huh? So what's your problem? <laughs> so what's your problem? Let me say it again. Uh, so when he says his yoke is easy, his commandments are not burdensome, it's because he took care of the hard part. 
and made it possible for you to enter into what he has already done. Enter in. A life of surrender is critical, church, for us to win. And not following his word, his word is full of grace and mercy, is your self-made failure. Not following his word, which is full of grace and mercy, is self-made failure. And I say this, man without Christ is a total failure, no matter who he is. Man without Christ is a total failure, no matter who he is. I'll give you a scripture quickly. Matthew 16, 26 from the Amplified Version. Listen to this. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? Wealth, fame, success. Anyone wants wealth? Oh, I thought, why are you shying away? And <laughs> wealth, fame, success. But for faith is soul. Or will a man give in exchange? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? All success without Christ is a total failure, church. But in Christ is everything we need. Therefore, following his word, which is full of grace and mercy, is our victory. This is regardless what we face in this life, we simply put on the mindset, he did the hard part and made it possible for me to win. He did the hard part, but he made it possible for me to win. No matter what I'm going to face in life, he did the hard part, but he's made it possible for me to win. So I can not fail. Therefore, I cannot fail. I may have threatening situations, but he did the hard part. Therefore, I cannot fail. Listen to what John says, John 1, 16, 17, quickly. For out of his fullness, abundance. Are you ready to shout? For out of his fullness, abundance. We have received all had a share and we are all supplies with one grace after another and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing and even favor upon favor and gift upon uh, gift heaped upon gift for while the law was given through Moses grace and 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 deserves favor and spiritual blessing and truth came through Jesus Christ. Yes. Take your package. Yes. Oh. Let's go back there. For out of his fullness, abundance, we have all received. Say, I have, I have received. Listen to this. All had a share. And we are all supplied with one grace. 
after another. Remember my definition of grace is this? That he took care of the hard part and made it possible for you to enter into what he has already done? Grace after. Uh, supplied with one grace after another. And spiritual blessing. And, and spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing. In other words, church, when you think like it's over, it's just the beginning. Another one comes. You'll never get it. You'll never outdo him. Oh, I sold my seed of one million shillings. Another grace. Remember, he, he makes all grace abound toward us. There it is. Oh, you know, I really had this part. God says, you cannot outdo my grace. Where sin abounds, grace much more abounded. Made it possible for you to win. Spiritual blessing upon blessing. And even favor upon favor. And gift heaped upon gift. You see, you don't have to wait for Christmas. Huh? Church, you don't wait for Christmas. Gift heaped upon gift. For while the law was given through Moses, grace and undeserved favor and spiritual blessing and truth came through Jesus Christ our Lord. You receive everything from your redemption in Christ by taking his word in his simple obedience. This is again is greatly determined by the renewing of our minds to align it with God's word. So church, what is it today you think like? I need it. It's available. Stand up on your feet, please. I, I didn't finish that message. If I was going to finish it, we are going to stay here for long, a longer time. I know you don't mind, but let me stop right there.